Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, she's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the radio. Welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. Again, we're going to go to the scriptures for our prayer. We're going to go to another song of David. This is out of Second Samuel 22, and I'm skipping around. I suggest you read the entire chapter, but it is long. So I'm skipping, and I hope you will forgive me for that, but it is rather long. And, of course, we know that... David relied on the Lord. So we will start with for such a time as this out of Second Samuel. And I'm going to begin with verse 3. And again, I am skipping around. So if you try to follow in your own Bible, you're going to say, oh, she jumped that one. And that's what I'm going to do. For such a time as this, the God of my rock and him will I trust. He is my shield and the horn of my salvation, my high tower, my refuge, my savior. Thou savest me from violence. I will call on the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from mine enemies. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried to my God, and he did hear my voice out of his temple, and my cry did enter into his ears. Then the earth shook and trembled. The foundation of heaven moved and shook because he was wroth. The Lord thundered from heaven, and the Most High uttered his voice. And he sent out arrows and scattered them, lightning and discomfited discomfited them. He delivered me from my strong enemy and from that and from them that hated me, for they were so too strong for me. He brought me forth also into a large place. He delivered me because he delighted in me. The Lord rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands hath he recompensed me thou hast also given me the shield of my salvation and thy gentleness hath made me great thou hast enlarged my steps under me so that my feet did not slip i have pursued mine enemies and destroyed them and turned not again until i had consumed them the lord liveth and blessed be my be my rock and exalted be the god of the rock of my salvation it is god that avengeth me and that bringeth down the people under me, and that bringeth me forth from mine enemies. Thou hast also lifted me up on high, above them that rose up against me. Thou hast delivered me from a violent man. Therefore I shall give thanks unto thee, O Lord. Among the heathen I will sing praises unto thy name. For such a time as this, Abba, Father, we claim the song of David, and as thee to get to again be our deliverer in Jesus name I pray amen I believe it is helpful for us to remember how God delivers from the enemies he will deliver us from our enemies but we must turn to him and I think we need to remember that and the songs of David <laughs> some of them will be pretty melancholy we won't go with those probably but the deliverance, the songs of praise and deliverance. 
I believe we should stand on those. Permanent government. That's what we're going to talk about today. Permanent government was never constitutionally designed. It is a government system designed by tyrants. On Friday, I shared with you a piece which was actually from Tucker Carlson. He mentioned permanent government, how they worked together to remove JFK and later Nixon and Agnew to save the permanent government system. And, of course, he went on to say that's what they're doing now because he has outlived his usefulness. He isn't obeying them. So it appears that the permanent government is getting rid of Biden. The power we see in the presidency is non-existent. I said that long ago. President John, I'm sorry, President Donald J. Trump was the first working president this nation had seen in decades. Unfortunately, I'm including Ronald Reagan in that. I believe he did try, but also trusted too much in the permanent government. A tyrant first appears as a protector, Plato said. Single acts of tyranny may be ascribed to the accidental opinion of a day, but a series of oppressions proves a deliberate, systematic plan of reducing us to slavery. Thomas Jefferson. I want you to stop and think about those two quotes just a little bit. Um, They ran kind of together with my monologue, and I didn't really want them to. But the tyrant that appears as a protector. How many times have we heard it is necessary for this or that from Congress, from the bureaucracy, the alphabet bureaucracy? Little by little, they have done things. Opinions, maybe, but after a whole slew of them, it is tyranny, oppression. So getting back to the news, as I do each Sunday evening, I started with Mark Levin. And the Constitution of States, I'm sorry, Convention of States was brought up. He thinks they need to make a change. And Lordy, he trusts these Republicans to make the change. Or is Mark himself also a believer in the permanent government? Our Constitution does not need to be changed. It needs to be administered and obeyed. He was speaking of the DOJ, which are not mentioned in the Constitution. Therefore, we must now go back and constitutionally control the alphabet bureaucracy. He was actually saying that the Attorney General of the United States of America has too much power and no accountability. He's part of the permanent government, correct? So is Mark okay with that? So we're going to enlarge and expand the Constitution of the United States of America in order to control these things which have been created by Congress outside of the Constitution. Does this make any sense to you? It seems like we'd be opening a Pandora box, and all you know (laughs) what will be unleashed. Because if we encourage the D.C. Convention of States... Liberty will be dead in America. It's it's barely on life support now, my friends. But when Levin said this, it reminded me of an article I brought to you last spring. It was written by Jeffrey A. Tucker. He was sharing what almost took place 
during President Donald Trump's presidency. Trump almost got rid of the permanent government using something called Schedule F. Now, at that time, and I still have them, I have them printed, I have the article printed, and I have the Schedule F printed. If you would like that, please send a self-addressed stamped envelope. You need to understand what's happening in America and why Congress never, ever, ever changes anything back to our liberty. I feel it's time for us to remember and for us to rethink, if you are, that Trump might not be the one for 2024. And I think, why should any Republican not want Trump? Think about that. Who are they protecting? Certainly not you and not me. Certainly they are not protecting liberty. We've seen that by their actions, by their legislation. They are protecting the permanent government. Let that soak in just a little bit. The two-party monopoly system was never a plan of our founding fathers. Neither was a large centralized government. So how did we get here? What brought America to tyranny? You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Elmer Heinrich. My company sells a nutritional product called Immuno 150. If you haven't heard of it, you need to go to the website immuno150.com or call our toll-free number. Now, we sell to thousands of consumers, and our reorder rate is above 94%. Now, many people ask us how we can sell a month's supply of Immuno 150 for less than $50 when most of our competition is $70 to $80 a month. It's simple. We don't pay celebrities or testimonial people to say something good about the product. Immuno 150 stands on its own with 70 minerals and 80 other nutrients. It doesn't need any help, and it has more than color, taste, and smell. I am 88 years old, and my wife is 79, both with no dementia, arthritis, or allergies, and no aches or pains of any kind, nothing, all because of Immuno 150. Now, check the number of minerals in the product you take. Don't be surprised if you don't find more than 12. Order Immuno 150 to see what 70 minerals can do for you. Call our toll-free number, 888-316-2224. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. 
Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot hearts, set your table with liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes, our American eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message, Liberty for all, and we love America. Order your set now, and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. And we have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're going to get to that Schedule F because I feel like I need to bring that to you again. But I want to first mention some other things that have happened in the last few days. Now, this does not surprise me. How many times have I mentioned to you, and I'm kind of riding on this because um, I think it's significant, America, that we have a party. I mentioned this in Sunday school yesterday. We have one political party that is openly, openly denying God. And we have the other political party that doesn't openly acknowledge him. Have you noticed that? They're not ripping into the Democrats for what the Democrats are doing. Not really, except for the cameras. When's the last time you saw somebody like uh, Ted Cruz or Rand Paul or Lindsey Graham stand up and say, we are one nation under God? Yes, we are. We are a Christian nation. We were established as a Christian nation. You never hear them say that. You know why? Because God gets in the way of permanent government. So, of course, we had the March for Life. But Kamala Harris, she spoke on Sunday delivering remarks on abortion at the moon in Tallahassee, Florida, on the 50th anniversary of Roe versus Wade. And she says... A promise we made in the Declaration of Independence that we are each endowed with the right to liberty and the pursuit of happiness. And what did she leave out? Well, let's get the real, the real quote. And who is this we with the Declaration of Independence anyway? A promise we made? Come on, Kamala, Kamala, whatever your name is, Carmel. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life. She left that one out. She left the creator God out, and she left life out, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Why do you suspect that she left that out? You know, Joe Biden, he couldn't say it. You know, the thing, the thing. We were created by the thing. God will not be mocked. She can leave him out of her sentences all she wants. But he's here. <laughs> he's very real. 
We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men, that means women too, are created equal. That they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. Unalienable rights. That among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. She left creator out and she left life out. Well, that's okay because she was speaking at a ceremony for death. So why would she put life in there? All right. Some of the headlines I'm going to just kind of read over that uh, that are uh, on here. Uh, one little section that I use for my news. And Ed Martin with the uh, Phyllis Schlafly group, he says, good morning. And he says that the opposite of globalism is not isolationism. The opposite of globalism is freedom. Well, let's say it's liberty instead of freedom, Ed. And he goes on to say the recent World Economic Forum proved that globalists are everywhere and they are powerful. We must recognize and thwart their attempts to curtail our liberty. And I want to go back to what I said about permanent government. Permanent government supports globalism, not American nationalism. They don't want to make America great again. That was a dagger in their hearts and their stomachs. Oh, we can't let that happen. Here we are. We're almost to this. And now he's going to say that. And we're going to just have to tear this country down. That's the only option we have. People have all of a sudden opened their eyes. Well, there's an article in here. And the person who wrote it is quite humorous. I'm not going to read the article to you in its entirety. But it says, top five World Economic Forum moments that prove elites view 1984 as a how-to guide. And this is written by Kathleen Anderson. And she is actually a retired United States Air Force, a Bronze Star recipient, an outspoken advocate for veterans. So they said more about her. I think they called her a hot mess mom. <laughs> and most, if you got a bunch of children, you are a hot mess. That's all there is to it if you're raising a large family. So John Kerry, oh, John Kerry. What can we say about John Kerry? He claimed that the notion of saving the world made them almost extraterrestrial. <laughs> I thought that was rather significant. <laughs> that they are all of a sudden talking about uh, the uh, the UFOs and everything, and now he thinks he's extra. Maybe he is. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe he is one of them foreigners. So he's patting himself on the back. He goes on. He says, if you say that to most people, most people think you're just as crazy, tree-hugging, lefty, liberal, you know, do-gooder and whatever, and there's no relationship. Well, I found it really cute. That in this article, <laughs> Kathleen quotes our Daniel Turner. She says, I can, he says in his tweet, I can assure you, John, nobody mistakes you as a do-gooder. <laughs> Good old Daniel. We love him. We love him. And, of course, Al Gore got up there. And he made his little speech about the boiling oceans, creating these atmospheric rivers. And where, what is it, where is he at? He's spending way too much time in his private jet. 
Rain bombs. Rain bombs? <laughs> and sucking the moisture out of the land and creating the droughts and the melting of the ice and raising of the sea level and causing these waves of climate refugees. <laughs> I thought that was Biden that was causing these refugees. Yeah, come on in. Come on down. We got something free for you. But Al Gore, oh my. He's insane, you know that? It's interesting to note, she says, that after leaving the White House, begrudgingly, (laughs) after losing his presidential bid, Al Gore set up a green investment firm called Generation Investment Management. He set this up. This firm has him on the payroll, paying him $2 million. Are you sitting down monthly for his speeches? So no wonder he has to go belligerent like that because he's getting paid $2 million a month to do this. I wonder how much that actor's getting paid. What is his name? It's so offensive to them when you can't remember their name. Yeah, he was in Titanic. His guy, that guy, what is his name? DiCaprio. DiCaprio. I guess because he needs to be decapitated. Anyway. Careful. He goes, I wonder how much he's getting paid. Well, I'm pretty sure he's not getting paid $2 million a month, but I'll bet you he's getting a pretty penny. Of course, then we saw Brian Stelter there, and that was just laughable. And they were talking about free speech in America, that it needs to stop. Understand that? And then we had, of course, Schwab gets up and he talks about that China is a role model for many countries. China. Now, these elites up here, we all know who Schwab is. There were others we didn't know. They they were speaking there in, in their foreign tongue, which is okay, but it wasn't uh, Pentecost, so I couldn't understand them. And and it was the Chinese model is what we should be looking to. Does that tell you what they are? They're communists. Every one of them, including the head of our FBI, McCabe. Yeah. He was there. He was there saying that uh, how awesome it is that that they are working together with social media to control people. How awesome that is. So I would say the head of our FBI is a communist. What do you think? That's the way I see it. And the Democrats, they are proposing to overturn the First Amendment. Uh, It'll probably fail, but they're showing you their true colors. I wonder how many Republicans will vote for it just because, you know. Nobody should be allowed to call somebody names. Well, I'm going to call them a name, but not on on the air, because that's not nice. Mama taught me not to talk like that. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back.
And we have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I want to talk to you about the Schedule F that was not allowed to happen. Trump found out pretty quick. And if there's one thing that Trump did wrong, or there's numerous things, but but the one thing he did was he trusted too much. And I think that's the problem with America today. We, the people... We trusted those we put in authority to protect our liberty, and they did not protect our liberty. And they grew this government into a permanent government, and we became insignificant. Now, that doesn't mean I don't think you should go vote, even though I believe that they are controlling that. And it was astronomical, colossal, gargantuan. (laughs) My mother used to get upset when we said gargantuan. What they did in 2020. And they had to go big. And it became obvious. And of course the obvious we are denied. No one wants to admit it. From the Supreme Court up there on down. You know I have something too. That I'm not sharing with you today. Maybe later this week. But it's an article that I thought was. Rather. Um. A funny way to put it. I've lost it. I know I've got to sit here in front of me. But he was talking about justice. I'm just going to read the first part of it. (laughs) I say I am. If I can find it. Um, All right. I'm going to almost give up here. Just a second. I believe what he said really made a lot of sense. But he was talking about justice in America. And well, why can't I find it? We'll get there. We'll get there, I promise you. Kamala's article. Um, but he here and that's not it either. <laughs> I've got it here, trust me. All right, here it is. Liberty, justice and peace on earth. That's what he titled his article. And this is uh Bruce Abramson. And I thought it was, I didn't get to study the article, but I have it printed, so I am going to study it. Justice, as valuable as it may be, was never the heart of America. The main principle, now remember, we need to think about the principles around which the United States was founded was liberty. They don't. It's life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, property, and prosperity. They don't say justice. And that was in the Declaration of Independence. Do we want justice? Yes. But can we rely on that from mankind? No. (laughs) We cannot. So this is an article from Jeffrey A. Tucker. And he says in this, and I and I put on here, we need Trump. Trump needs liberty-loving patriots. We need Trump, and he needs you. He needs us. I should truth that out to him today. Two weeks before the 2020 general election on October 21st, 2020, Donald Trump issued an executive order 13957 on creating Schedule 
F in the expected service. So, Jeffrey Tucker explains it this way. It sounds boring, he says, actually. It would have fundamentally changed in the best possible way the entire functioning of the administrative bureaucracy that rules this country in a way that bypasses both the legislative and judicial process and has ruined the checks and balances inherent in the United States Constitution. I'm going to stop right there. There's a rumor going around that one of the Republicans has has a bill that they want to put on the floor, and that bill is to have term limits for Congress. Now, I am not against that. In fact, I'm for it. Unfortunately, I'm for it. I, I think in the Federalist Papers they talk against that, but I don't think they ever thought about how corrupt we could possibly get. Maybe they did, but... McCarthy is supposedly going to let it go to the floor. There's no way it's going to pass. Nobody's going to vote themselves out of a job. But Congress did that to the president. Constitutionally, neither one of them had term limits. But Congress had had enough, and so they decided to put term limits on the president. So just keep that in mind. The administrative state, for the better part of a century and really dating back to the Pendleton Act of 1883. Now, I had Rudy look that up, and he did real quickly for me. The Pendleton Act provided the federal government jobs be awarded on the basis of merit and that government employees be selected through competitive exams. The act also made it unlawful to fire or demote, for political reasons, employees who were covered by the law. He says the Pendleton Act of 1833 has designed policy, made policy, structured policy, implemented policy, and interpreted policy while operating outside the the control of Congress, the President, and the judiciary. This is what Tucker was talking about when he said permanent government. Let me go back to this. The gradual rise of this fourth branch of government, which is very much the most powerful branch, have re- has reduced the American political, I'm sorry, political process <laughs> to mere theater as compared with the real activity of government, which rests in the permanent bureaucracy. Again, when they lock down everything around this country, They were getting their paychecks. They have their Social Security. They are assured their benefits for the rest of their life. Any new president can hire the heads of agencies, and they can hire staff, which are known as political appointees. These 4,000 political appointees ostensibly rule 432 agencies as listed by the Federal Register as well as some 2.9 million employees, aside from the military and postal service, that effectively inhabit permanent jobs. The permanent state, sometimes called the deep state, knows the ropes and the processes of government far better than any temporary political appointee, thus reducing the appointed jobs to the cosmetic positions for the press to hound while the real actions of government take place behind the scenes. 
That was a mouthful. He's exactly right. We can see it happening, America. Why can't we stop it? He said from 2020 and onward, the American people got to know this administrative state well. They've ordered us to wear masks. They employed their influence to close small businesses and churches. They limited how many people we could have in our homes. They festooned our business with plexiglass and told everyone to stay six feet away apart. They demanded two weeks of quarantine when crossing state borders. They demanded, they decided which medical procedures were elective and non-elective. And they finally demanded compliance with vaccine mandates at a penalty of job loss. It wasn't Congress that did it. None of it was ordered by legislation. It was invented on the spot by the permanent staff of the CDC and prevention, and and also by the ideas of power, such power, but they do. They have all this power. The Food and Drug Administration, the Department of Labor, the Environmental Protection Agency, the Department of Agriculture, the Department of Homeland Security. It goes on and on and on. They're the ones calling the shots. Representation. No representative. That is... Taxation without representation. You didn't vote them into into power. But power they have. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Pat Ann. They're the ones who make (laughs) the ocean boil. We'll be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouthwatering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's vine-to-bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Steyer's and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. 
Hey, pack rat. Yeah, you. Are you moving cross country and you just don't know who to call? Call us right now. Listen, you've probably seen one of our containers in your neighborhood. But did you know that we can help you move anywhere in the United States? It's real simple. We'll drop a container off at the location you tell us to bring it to. You pack up your valuable possessions at your leisure. They stay safe right in your home. And when you're ready, call us. We'll come and pick up the container and give you a scheduled date of when your furniture and the other possessions will be at your new home. So if you're moving across country or across town, be a pack rat. Join the pack rat family. Call pack rat right now for your free quote. See y'all later, pack rats. 800-761-3146-800-761-3146-800-761-3146. That's 800-761-3146. Mike Lindell and MyPillow are offering a BOGO extravaganza on multiple MyPillow products. Now's the time to join the millions of Americans who have changed the quality of their sleep with MyPillow. Right now, take advantage of Mike's buy one, get one free pricing on MyPillow's bed sheets, Giza Elegance MyPillows, six-piece towel set, and roll-and-go anywhere MyPillows, and so much more. Just go to the radio listener specials page at MyPillow.com and use promo code Bethann or call 1-800-978-6168. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on select products. You will also receive Mike's book absolutely free with any purchase. Call 1-800-978-6168 or go to the radio listener special page at MyPillow.com. Promo code Bethann. And we have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I believe this executive order that never happened is extremely important. I believe you can understand exactly why certain Republicans don't want Donald Trump to run for president again. They know if he gets in there this time, he's going to get some things done. He still has to fight these federal judges, though. In May of 2018, it says he took his first steps to gain some control over the deep state, the permanent government. Issued orders, executive orders, 13837, 13836, and 13839. These would diminish the access of labor union protection when being pressed on the terms of their employment. Those three orders were litigated by the American Freedom of Government Employees and 16 other federal labor unions. All three were struck down with a decision by a D.C. District Court. The presiding judge was, and I know we told you this, so I want you to understand, Catania Brown Jackson, who was later rewarded her decision with a nominee for the Supreme Court. And was affirmed. Did you ever notice that the Republicans didn't fight much on any of the nominations of Joe Biden? Oh, they pretended a couple of times. They asked a few questions. The prevailing and opening, openly stated reason for her nomination was said to be the most dramatic demographic. It was because she was a black woman of the court. But it's probably because she was being rewarded for what she'd done to Trump. 
Following the lockdowns in mid-March of 2020, Trump became increasingly frustrated with the CDC, and he couldn't get rid of Anthony Fauci. There was no way he could fire him because of these other things. Trump was profoundly aware that he had no power to fire the man, despite the uh, terrible role in prolonging COVID lockdowns. Now, I've said many times, why didn't he fire him? Well, this is the reason he didn't fire him, Beth. (laughs) And I want to add here, this is something that's in my crawl. Newsmax is using Dr. Birch, or whatever her name is, Dr. Burke. She is just as evil, just as bad, just as protected as Anthony Fauci. Why are they using her as a consultant? She's still pushing the COVID vaccine. She's still pushing lockdown. She's still pushing these things. Why is Newsmax putting her on their air? I won't, I turn it off as soon as I see her. Trump's next step was radical and brilliant. The creation of a new category of the federal employment. It was called Schedule F. Employees of the federal government classified as Schedule F would have been subject to control by the elected president and other representatives. Who are they? They are those who met the following criteria. Positions of confidential, policy determining, policy making, policy advocating character, not normally subject to change as a result of the presidential transition, shall be listed in Schedule F. Schedule F employees can be fired. You're fired, he put it on here, was the slogan that made Trump a TV famous, a TV star. With this order, he would be in a position to do the same to the federal bureaucracy. The order further demanded a thorough review throughout the government. Each head of an executive agency, as defined in Section 105 and Title V of the United States Code, but excluding the Government Accountability Office, shall conduct, within 90 days of the date of this order, a preliminary review of agency positions covered by Subchapter 2 of Chapter 75 of the 5 United States Code, and shall conduct a complete review of such positions within 210 days of the date of this order. They were going after the permanent government. The directive from the White House, issued late Wednesday, sounds technical, creating a new Schedule F. Now, this was written in June of last year, within the expected service. The effective service of federal government for employees in policy-making roles and directing agencies to determine who qualifies. Now, I believe right now Biden is not in control, <clears throat> but he is doing whatever somebody else is telling him to do in the permanent government. And unfortunately, I believe somebody who's not even in there is calling the shots, and that is Barack Obama. Barack Obama and Michelle are about as evil as they possibly can. They are anti-Americans. They are globalist communists. And they're getting rich just like Al Gore. He said, and this was in June of last year, this week's order is a major salvo in the president's onslaught against the Condre to dedicated civil servants whom he calls the deep state and who are early in the greatest strength of the U.S. government. Well, one of the first things that old Biden did was 
to get rid of that executive order. They cannot have anyone in the presidency that's going to hurt the permanent government. JFK was going after him. Agnew understood, I'm sorry, Agnew and Nixon both knew that JFK had been taken out by the government, by CIA, and so they were removed. It was over. Schumer was correct. They're going to come and get you. So Congress, they behave as the permanent government tells them to behave. And they put on the theater for the rest of us. The theater, the theater. Well, now, Beth, if this is all true, how are we ever going to get rid of them? We get Trump back in there. And let's see what we can do with Schedule F. If you're on Truth Social, tell him. Come back and let's implement Schedule F. Come back. I'm not sure if any of these others that are wanting or pretending to want to run. We know that, unfortunately, Pence was the White House mole. Yes, that's what I believe. The intelligence agencies, the permanent government, they went after Flynn. They go after everyone who threatens the permanent government. They cannot have it. They must control the United States of America. They are not the ones spoken of when it says consent of the governed. They do not have our consent. They do not have our vote. They do not have our blessing. So why are they telling us what to do? It is completely and totally unconstitutional. A constitution convention of states is not going to fix it. It's going to make it worse. We need to go back, remove the corruption, and restore the lost principles. Who is the corruption? The permanent government is the corruption. We must remove them from office. We have to get smart, America. I encourage you, send me a self-addressed envelope. Ask for Schedule F. I'll give you the article and the schedule that you can read it. And know what you're fighting. It's important that we do this. Consent of the governed are the ones who will bring America home. <laughs> 